Hey Grow Girls, you are listening to the Get Up and Grow Girl podcast, hosted by me, your multifaceted manifestation coach, Leela Jasmine Seeley. I have been on a journey from being addicted to the hustle, disconnected from my feminine energy, linking my worth to my productivity, and giving away all of my power to toxic relationships, to manifesting my dream soul-led business, my freedom island lifestyle, my dream partner, and honestly, so much more. So now it's my mission to help you heal and create your is this freaking real moments in life. This podcast will guide you on your journey to finding your light, healing your conditioning, and unlocking the power that resides within you. So let's dig in. Bro girls, welcome back to the podcast or to Instagram Live, depending on where you're catching this. Today, I am sharing with you six ways that you might accidentally be blocking yourself from manifesting your dream man, and ways that you might be preventing him coming in that are burying themselves in the unconscious mind. And so you're completely unaware of them. You may not see them. You may not realize that they are a problem, but in fact, they are massively blocking your progress and stopping this dream from coming in, this dream relationship, this dream guy. You feel like you're doing all the right things, but these six things are actually messing with you and you just can't see it. So I want to break them down so that you can become aware of them, tackle them head on and no longer feel this resistance towards manifesting your dream man. These are sneaky. Number one, complaining about men and saying things like there aren't any good ones left, often in a banterous way, in a jokey way, you're just taking the piss, you're just joking around with friends, you're like bonding over it. You're not meaning anything super severe or serious. Um, or feeling like, oh, you know, I have to sacrifice something to find a good man. Like, men don't like powerful women when men don't like successful women. Basically, talking shit about men, even if it's in a jokey way, we can call it man bashing. <laughs> I love to call it man bashing. Is actually sneakily blocking you from manifesting a dream man. And the reason I say sneakily is because I know that most people are not sitting there and talking shit about men and really, really meaning it and like hating men. It's a bit of a joke, it's a bit of banter. It's just a little bit of like a coping mechanism or a bonding thing to like chat with the girls and just laugh about men. You don't mean it seriously, so you think there's no harm done because I'm just joking around. But here is why there is more to that and why this can get in the way. Saying men are trash over and over again is the equivalent of saying money is evil and then wondering why you're broke. Even though you might be saying it as a joke, your unconscious mind is always, always listening. And whatever we continue to say, words are powerful. When we say certain words again and again, our unconscious mind is always listening and we are building the belief. We are strengthening a belief until it actually becomes a belief in your unconscious mind. So you think you're just joking, 
but actually your unconscious mind is like okay yeah men are trash men are trash we believe this you're building the neural pathways in your brain until it actually is a belief and again an unconscious belief so you don't think you believe it but deep down buried beneath the surface you you do feel that way you do make that association so what's your unconscious mind going to do if it thinks that men are trash which basically means they they're going to hurt you they're they're going to cause you pain you're going to be unsafe with them it's going to avoid them it's going to do whatever it can to stop you from getting close with one with a man to stop intimacy with a man right so the sneaky like jokey just banterous man bashing is actually cop blocking you from your dream relationship and think of it like this how do you feel when you go on a date with a dude who keeps letting these little misogynistic lines slip out and keeps sort of saying these little digs towards women and saying bad things about women how do you feel when you're sitting across from someone like that you're just sitting there and your eyes are kind of rolling back in your head and you're just like red flag red flag red flag you can see it clear as day and the thing is he doesn't do this unintentionally as much as you think he might be you know it's very he knows what he's doing i i highly highly doubt that he does because instead his unconscious mind is exposing his true beliefs and the thing is all of society are like this if you talk to someone long enough and they get into a bit of a flow their unconscious takes over it becomes a stream of consciousness what that means is we're tapping into deeper levels of consciousness so actually you're hearing what they truly believe and they truly think so for example whenever i talk to somebody about business or whatever and they're like yeah they don't have any limiting beliefs we have a coaching session they talk they talk they talk and then i start hearing the limiting beliefs the fears of judgment of posting on social media the worry about what money means and if it'll make them selfish um all of these the fact that there's too many people out there and why would someone choose them you hear it all coming out the same when you talk to somebody about relationships and they're saying like yeah like relationships are really hard i've done everything i don't know why i'm not I'm not having any luck i'm not meeting anyone and if you keep talking the real reasons come out the fear of being hurt again the fear of abandonment the fear of maybe being cheated on the worrying about losing their own independence all these things they come out so if you are saying men are trash men are trash it's just a joke but your unconscious mind is taking it in absorbing that building a stronger and stronger belief when you're on a date and you're sitting there just as that guy is letting slip his true beliefs you're letting slip your true beliefs and your little digs are coming out and you might be completely blind to them but somebody in divine masculine energy is going to be like because giving these digs towards men whilst on a date with one is giving wounded energy it's giving wounded right wounded attracts wounded divine attracts divine so a divine masculine person is going to sit there and hear all these digs and be like oh yeah that's a red flag this person's not ready for deeper intimacy with a guy so this seems so banterous but actually it is holding you back for the final reason i want to share is because of the observer effect this is a phenomenon in the development space you could say the psychology space it's also to do with quantum physics whereby 
what we expect on some, of someone, our expectations on a person, actually influence their behavior and cause them to act in a different way and therefore to live up to our expectations. So studies have been done, for example, where teachers were told that they were teaching a classroom of gifted students when actually the students were just average. And because they had that belief, they changed their behavior towards the students and all of the students massively overperformed by the end of the year. There's also, the, the same can be true in um, experiments done, even not with, with humans, but with animals. Experiments done on rats showed that they were guiding rats through a maze, these scientists, and some of them were told that their rats were extremely talented, intelligent rats, when that was a lie, they're all just normal rats. And so they're guiding this rat through a maze, and the scientists who were told that those rats were extra smart, the rats were beat the completed the maze way faster than the ones who were told that their rats are just average. Just the expectation influences how people behave. So if you're expecting that men are trash, science shows that you will be more likely to experience that. And I think this is because of unconscious things, body language, again, things that we're saying and we're unconscious of, behaviors that we're doing that we're unconscious of, the whole thing, because remember, 95% of our behavior is unconscious. They're picking up on these signs. Again, they may be picking up on it unconsciously too, but they're picking up on these things and they're adapting their behavior in response to these unconscious things they're picking up on. And it changes the behavior. So they're going to get the vibe that she's, you know, she, she doesn't think much of me. And then they're going to start reacting and acting more in that way. Okay. So I love the science behind this one. That was just one of six. So let's get into number two. The second way that you may be accidentally blocking your dream man from manifesting is finding that you're anxiously throwing yourself into dating scenarios with the same kind of man who's not good for you, essentially, without seeing the red flags. So you could be someone that, you know, you kind of like had some shitty dating experiences. So you tend to step back, focus on yourself. Then you meet someone who seems really good and you, you just jump in quite quickly. And you find that after a date or two dates, you're already talking all the time. You're already, you've got these kind of expectations of this person, these feelings for this person. You're getting trapped in this whirlwind. This was me. And you're not noticing the little things. Again, your unconscious mind is not seeing it. The little red flags that are showing perhaps they have, again, some of their own wounding. And so later that all blows up probably quite quickly and you end up getting hurt or disappointed or let down. And then you close yourself off again from the dating world because you have a belief that people mess with you, that the dating world is shit, it's hard out there, you're gonna get hurt. You dive in because you think you met someone good and you dive in very quickly, but then cycle plays out because you've picked somebody who has some of these traits and you've just not been able to see them, you've been unaware of them, been unaware of the red flags, you've dove in for the same type of man again, and then you have got hurt, so then you leave backing up your belief 
allowing your belief to strengthen, using that as data to strengthen the belief that, see, dating world is shit, it's really hard out here, I'm going to get hurt, I always get hurt. And again, you leave the dating world more hurt, more guarded, more convinced of this belief that the dating world is a mess. And then, of course, what do we know happens? We live up to our beliefs. So it's a vicious cycle. And the reason this happens is is two reasons. One, you're not aware of your own wounds and your attachment style wounds as well as other wounds. So you're allowing the coping mechanisms or the traits of your wounds to drive you. For example, jumping in quite quickly as soon as you meet someone who seems good is anxious attachment. It can also be elements of wounded feminine energy. It can also be to do with your relationship to the masculine energy. If you don't have a healthy relationship to masculine energy, which many of us don't, if you've been hurt a few times, then you may jump in because you're trying to win that validation from from the masculine energy and you just you, you're seeking it. And if you're unconscious of all of these wounds and you're just doing it and not realizing and then wondering why the same pattern keeps playing out. So that's one part of it. And the other part is you may be very unaware of what these wounds look like in others. And for example, you want to date, you know, you want to find your dream man, but you have no awareness of the red flags that are more nuanced. The flags, the red flags for somebody may be an avoidant energy. If you're an anxious, you most likely go for somebody in avoidant energy. And the, the two coming together can be a, a massive shit show, essentially. Maybe it's wounded masculine energy, you're not recognizing the flags. So you keep diving into these same kind of men, going full throttle in because of your own wounds, not seeing their wounds because you have a complete lack of awareness on it, because we're not educated on this, we don't learn this at school. And then it blows up in your face, it's a very messy situation, or you get hurt in some way, shape or another. So you step back and you've reinforced the belief that the dating world isn't safe, it's a mess, you always get hurt. And now that belief is even stronger and it's going to keep manifesting because our beliefs will manifest due to the way they influence our behavior. Number three, the third way you may be accidentally blocking your dream man from manifesting is being standoffish with guys to protect yourself. Putting up this guard, this armor, we can call it the masculine guard, because you want them to graft, essentially, you don't feel safe you don't feel maybe too assured because again of past bad relationships maybe you've been cheated on maybe you've been heartbroken maybe you're just insecure because of other things in life being the kid on the playground that got teased or not looking the same as everyone else or whatever it is so you feel insecure you've got lower self-worth or lower self-assurance so you tend to as a coping mechanism put up a guard hoping that if you stay cool and distant and keep that guard up, he's going to work harder, right? And the harder he works, the more assured you're going to feel in yourself and you're going to be like, oh, see, he does like me. It's a common dance that we do is like, you know, and and the way that this works is often you wait until this person gets close because in the beginning you don't feel too attached, you don't need their validation, but once you got start to get close to someone, especially if you have an anxious attachment style, getting close to them triggers all these wounds. What if they don't think I'm good enough? What if I'm not good enough? 
what if they don't really like me? Uh, uh, uh. So you then step back and you go from everything was good. They've not done anything wrong, so to speak. You've just got closer to them and that's bringing up all these vulnerable fears. So you put up a guard, right? Hoping that they're gonna come forward. They're gonna, you step back, that they're gonna step forward and give you more, more energy, more attention and help you to realize feel assured in your ego that you are good enough but what can often happen is if you especially if you come across someone who you know if you come across someone wounded someone else who's also wounded they might play this dance with you they're gonna you're gonna trigger them by stepping back so they're gonna step forward and then once you step forward again they're gonna get triggered by you and they're gonna want to know will she come to me if i step back am i good enough does she still like me so they step back, then you're feeling triggered. And this is how you get those toxic relationship dynamics where it's inconsistent and flighty and you never feel safe. And the person is always stepping back and then stepping forward and then stepping back. And you think, why is this man so inconsistent? What have I done to deserve this? I deserve better. You don't realize that maybe you're doing that exact same dance. And it's coming from a good place. It's just coming from insecurities, but you're dancing back when ever you feel that you need reassurance and then you're encouraging them to do the same because then you're when you step back they get insecure so then they might chase a little bit and then once they you know feel like okay she's back they're like wait i had to hustle and graft to get her back will she do the same for me am i safe or has she got the power let me step back right so one, you can find yourself in a relationship where this is the way you, you guys are. You're always going to do this back and forth, back and forth. If you're watching Love Island <laughs> at the moment, then this was Ella and Ty, Ella and Tyreek, before they've kind of settled down now. But I hope they'll be okay. But they clearly have like some of these, some of these issues there, um, which are very common and I have experienced. So sometimes it can work out but a lot of the time you're going back and forth back and forth and you're going to continue to do that throughout the relationship and that's why you're never going to feel safe and it's why you're going to feel like you can't relax in your relationship because of these dynamics so it's not a healthy relationship to be in so either you're going to find yourself stuck in one of these where you can never relax you can't feel safe you don't know where you stand or you're going to come across someone in divine energy and if you really do that and you suddenly step back for no reason but it's just because you're not feeling safe if you especially if you're unaware of this you can't communicate it you're too you know insecure to communicate it then they're gonna think mm, inconsistent flighty this is not what i want divine wants divine right the same way that we as women seeking a man want a divine masculine man someone who's consistent who we can rely on Somebody in divine energy doesn't want someone to play games either. A divine masculine man doesn't want these games. So he'll most likely step back and think, oh, this isn't, I'm putting in effort and I'm getting mixed signals, so I'm going to step back. Only someone who likes the game will play that. Somebody who's not there for games, who's there for something more serious, is most likely, if you can't communicate it, going to step back. So basically, again, it's wounded energy, so it's not going to attract divine. But we, again, we don't see this. It's a sneaky one. We're just in survival mode. When you step back, most likely you're in survival mode, just trying to win assurance that everything is okay, that you're good enough. You're not doing it to be difficult, but these are why our wounds are sneaky and they can block us, even though there's no ill intent there. 
Number four, the fourth way we do this, is saying that we want a man to cherish us, treat us like a queen, but while saying this, we're simultaneously finding ourselves in that king energy, that masculine energy, where we are more in the doing, doing everything for ourselves, being maybe, it could be on the wounded side, being maybe hyper-independent. We don't need anyone to help us. Being micromanaging. Slipping into essentially the, the masculine energy, the queen energy is that you want to be treated and cherished and you want to receive, you want to have that support and guidance so you can just be you. Whereas the masculine energy is the more doing energy, is I want to pursue you, I want to court you, I want to look after you, support you. And often what can happen is we say we want to be treated like a queen, but we slip into the masculine energy and not even the divine masculine, but the wounded, where we're not just doing these things for ourselves in a healthy way, but we're hyper independent. We are not just managing things, we are micromanaging things. And so when you're so stuck in that energy, and this was me too, I'm saying, I want a guy to cherish me and treat me like a queen, but I'm the one who's always like micromanaging. Oh, we could go here and we could go at this time and we could go you know on the train and this is the route and whatever and just little things like always being so used to being in that energy and that energy can be very useful i use that energy in my business for some parts of it but if you really desire that soft love you want to be nurtured you want to be courted you want to be cherished you want that you know opening of doors and you want to feel in that super feminine energy chivalry you want that then how can you attract that if you are putting up all of this opposite opposite energy, the polar opposite? And again, you don't do it on purpose. You're so used to using that energy probably in your work and other parts of life. It's been conditioned into a lot of us to be that's good and to not be like that is bad, which is not, not true. So it's just almost a reflex now to go into that energy. Or also, we often get celebrated for it. In society, people celebrate organization, logic, blah, 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 um, hustling, getting things done, achieving the most. And whereas celebrating the other paradigm, the more receiving energy, the being, the intuition, the emotion, the authenticity has been, is changing now, but has been less so celebrated. So just unconsciously, you're going into the opposite energy. But then if you want that king energy, and you're giving out also masculine energy. You're just biting heads, right? Whereas when you open up into the queen energy, you can receive that masculine energy, that king energy. But maybe you're so used to doing everything yourself, being hyper-independent, micromanaging everything. That's your way of feeling safe, is to stay on top of everything. You haven't learned the surrender, the divine feminine surrender. So how can someone come in and, and try and do that? For you and you'll say and i used to say this all the time oh he just doesn't do this he doesn't do that and you probably won't even see ways that you're blocking it but if you really sit and reflect now and be like am i ever being like really hyper independent or actually like just get doing everything before someone can do it for me you may be surprised number five your way of trying to manifest your man is to get on just more apps get out there more, try and date more people. So let me get on more dating apps 
and increase my chances. And you're thinking, yeah, I want to manifest my man, so I've got to get out there, I've got to get on more apps. More men equals more chances of meeting the one. I see the logic. But how this can sneakily trap you and block you from manifesting your man is that you're not changing the route. If you've been dating a couple of guys here and there and you keep finding that, you're attracting these things that you don't want. Maybe non-committal men who are messing around, inconsistent, you don't know where they stand. Maybe they're go they ghost you. Maybe they're a bit gaslighty and aggressive. Um, wounded and they kind of like neg you and make you feel bad about yourselves. Or they treat you like girlfriend one minute and then the next they're just disappeared and they haven't texted back and you just don't know where you stand. If you attract in these kind of things, so you think, let me just get on more apps. You're not addressing the root because there is something in you that is choosing them. And this is not about saying it's your fault, blame you, blame you. This is just unconscious behavior. We are always making choices, but often we're not aware of them. So you're not doing it on purpose, but your unconscious mind is choosing something within them. So for example, the guy who's flighty, um, one second treats you like a girlfriend and the next is gone, you may be choosing him because actually that feels like you know, a challenge and you know, it feels like beauty and the beast and I can change him, right? Or the guy that is like avoidant and is gonna get close to you and then run away and ghost. Maybe he feels really attractive because he's in this calm, relaxed energy when you first meet and he seems so laid back and you know, it almost feels like, oh, he's not giving me like a ton and ton and ton of like flirting with me and getting my attention. He's hard to get, I like that because I, I want to prove myself even more now. It's all of these unconscious kind of things that you're not consciously thinking about but are happening. Maybe it's just what feels safe to you due to the way that you received love as a child. For whatever reason it is, when you are receiving these kind of toxic situations and you think, I know, let me just get on more apps, most likely what's going to happen is you're going to keep attracting the same type of people. You're going to keep choosing the same type of people because the inner route that makes you attracted to them hasn't changed. You've not addressed that. It's like, I say, being fishing, right? And you've got a big net and you're fishing in a pond or the sea and you just keep getting prawns and you keep getting prawns and prawns and prawns and you don't want prawns. You want something different. So you say, I know what I'll do is I'll just get a bigger net or I'll get three times as many nets and then I'll, I'll fish. And you're still getting prawns. Just getting three times as many prawns, right? Because you haven't changed the route, which the route might be there's no prawns in, in this sea or I'm using the the wrong type of net to catch anything else, whatever, right? The, uh, the point is that you're not changing the route. Until you change the route, you're gonna play out those same patterns. And why this can block you is not just because you're meeting the wrong ones, but you're playing out the same patterns, you're on more dating apps, more likely to have multiple people coming along, more people coming along, playing out these same habits, and then what are you doing? More frustration, strengthening more limiting beliefs deepening some of the same wounds which make it harder for you to manifest the man you want because you're getting more and more struck down if you like and more and more deflated more and more having these beliefs that there's no one out there etc etc more and more developing these wounded coping mechanisms so actually changing the route is key rather than just putting yourself out there and getting on more apps and lastly, how you can be blocking yourself is staying in a toxic relationship 
or continuously going back to that person that you're not really happy with and you are saying i want to manifest my dream man i want to manifest someone better than this f boy essentially who's treating me badly but you keep going back and i did this for three years on and off to that same person who you're not really happy with and it's not really working with and again you don't do this just because you think i know let's fuck around and mess up my life like this will be fun i'm bored you don't do it because of that you probably do it because of the dopamine because of winning approval because they maybe have attributed to your self-worth just decreasing and decreasing and decreasing if you're with someone who's hot and cold or who goes to you or disappears or just mistreats you we can become almost addicted to that because when they mistreat us we're in a constant state of deprivation from our basic needs being met love connection being seen all of this kind of thing so then when they do show some signs of that and maybe you know you keep deciding you're done and then they come back in your life which is what happened with me so you think oh my god because they're choosing you for a second they're saying they want you back and the dopamine levels when you've been in deprivation and then because they've not been meeting your needs and suddenly they show you affection or they give you some sort of signal the dopamine levels shoot up and it feels euphoric it feels like a high and you can mistake that high for love which it isn't so you can stay with stay in these patterns and keep going back to that person and what are you doing when you keep going back to that person one you're strengthening this dopamine addiction so that you are going to become addicted to this kind of pattern and even if you do end it with that person when someone else comes along and you don't get these dopamine spikes you're probably going to say they're boring or that you're not feeling the vibes when actually it's just that your body's got so addicted to this toxic way of being Right? Or, of course, you just stay with them and then you're blocking somebody else from coming in. Often we think, I'll be honest here, we think that we can stay in this situation and that our dream man's going to come and swoop us away from toxic F-boy and everything's going to be good again. And, you know, we're going to knight in shining armor. Again, this is conditioning. But the truth is, as long as you're in, so we're staying in it, knowing it's not that good, but thinking the right person will come along and I can stay here until then because it feels better than being alone and because I'm kind of addicted. And when the new person comes, you know, I'll be healed and I'll be with them and I'll let go of this and everything will work out. It doesn't work like that because, again, your reticular activating system in the brain is not noticing divine type of guys, other type of guys who would be good for you when you are addicted to this toxic individual and the dopamine spikes that they bring right to your energy your way of being when you're around someone who's like that and you're staying with it is putting you into wounded energy so it's unlikely that you're going to match with somebody divine as in they might come along but the energies are not going to work because they're in divine you're in wounded energy actually we have to let go clear space law of sacrifice in order to allow ourselves to heal those those deeper wounds to come off of this dopamine addiction and to make space and to actually be able to see the divine energy around us and to draw it into our space okay so these are the six things that you may be accidentally doing that are blocking you from manifesting your dream man 
and they are keeping you away from him. And they can be subtle. Again, we don't often see that we're doing these things. A lot of these things you think are actually helping, but they're not. So when you address these things, which comes down to the roots of why am I doing these things? Why am I saying all this about men are trash and there's no good ones? And Because these are my beliefs. These are my beliefs about relationships. Why am I anxiously throwing myself into the same man? Because of my anxious attachment wounds that I've not really addressed and learned how to live with. Because it's not true that you have to be perfectly healed to manifest your man. You do not. I was not perfectly healed when I met Kez. I'm not perfectly healed now. Especially when it comes to attachment wounds, they're always going to be triggered when we have an attachment, which is what we are meant to form. There are healthy attachments. And love is a healthy attachment. If you form it in a healthy way. You do not have to be perfectly healed. But you do have to learn to, to know your wounds deeper. To work with your wounds. To loosen your wounds. I would say there's a huge... In the, in the six months that I was deeply, deeply doing this inner work and manifesting, consciously manifesting my dream person before I met Kez when, you know, he manifested. In that time of manifesting Kez, I did deep, deep work to heal so many of these wounds, but I was not fully healed when I met him. It was not like nothing can affect me, I'm so healed. Like, that's not realistic. And to be honest, if, you, if nothing affects you, then you're probably still wounded because you're, you're putting up a guard. It's not that you have to be perfectly wounded, perfectly wounded. It's not that you have to be perfectly healed to manifest your man. But you do need to have this deeper awareness of your wounds so that you can stop them from influencing your behavior like this without you having a choice. You have to loosen the hold they have on you. So there are some like limiting beliefs that I had that I didn't have by the time I manifested cares. There were some that I still had. There were some attachment wounds I still had, some fears, you know, of abandonment, etc., etc., that I still had, but they didn't feel as strong. So I don't want you to think that when I'm educating you on this stuff, I'm saying you have to be perfect to deserve love. You deserve love as you are right now. What I'm saying is the truth of the matter is that how you be is going to determine whether you manifest your man or not. And how you be is determined by your unconscious behavior because 95% of our behavior is unconscious. And what influences this? Our beliefs, our traumas, our wounds, the things that we're trying to run from, things we're scared of, the, the wounds that have us trying to prove ourselves or win love, etc., etc. The wounds that have us attracted to a certain type of person and a certain type of man who may not be good for us. These are what we need to address. This is what we do in the Goddess Inner Circle. It is not open yet. But the waitlist is open. It is the program to heal your wounded feminine energy and any and all of the attachment wounds. We look at the masculine energy. We look at the anxious attachment, the avoidant attachment, all of these things, the inner child wounds, how you bonded with your parents. We look at all of this so that we can do the, the healing work on this and manifest your man. The healing comes first, then they have a framework for manifesting your man. And the waitlist is now open, which means that when you join the waitlist, you'll get notified, you'll get an, an email in your inbox when enrollment is open. And the juiciest part, you will receive a £111 off coupon in your inbox. Just landed there. 
on launch day so that when you go on the page you're like oh my god if you're like oh my god yes this is for me this is what i need i'm ready to heal so that i can manifest my dream man have my happy relationship no more toxic situationships no more fuck boys no more ghosting no more of any of this you will have this code this coupon code that nobody else will have only the waitlist will have it you can put it in 111 pounds off zero catch so if you fill the pool the link to the waitlist is in my bio but it is closing in two days it's closing it's tuesday today right it's tuesday today it's closing on thursday so after that coupon is gone don't get fomo when it's done it's done okay so i hope you enjoyed this episode you know where to find the waitlist hopefully you can now see things to a deeper level and any blinders have been removed and you might look at your own behavior in a deeper way and see it's not about blame it's about oh my god my unconscious mind just look with curiosity oh my god yeah i do always go for this type of person where is this coming from this is all what we're going to address inside the goddess in a circle thank you guys for watching i'm going to share this as always to instagram if you missed the beginning and of course to the podcast bye guys so i hope you loved this episode thank you for listening and spending your time with me and i really hope that it is empowering you and has empowered you to go for those goals and to know that you are so capable of manifesting all that you desire and all of that soulful success in your life in your business in your relationships in any aspect that you desire it in and if you did enjoy this episode if you did find it helpful if you did have some light bulb moments please take a screenshot post it to your instagram stories and tag me at leela jasmine sule I would love to hear what you took away from the episode. I would love to hear how it helped you. But also it would be amazing if you could share the message and pass this on to more Grow Girls who would benefit from this. And if you share it on your Instagram stories, then of course all the Grow Girls in your community will also be able to listen and enjoy the goodness as well. Until next time, Grow Girls. Goodbye.